Hello and welcome to Back to Basics Birthing. My name is Vicki Hobbs and I'm here to guide you, support you and provide you with information so you're feeling excited and confident about your birth. Birth is an incredible event, no matter how it happens. So I'm here to help you take the fear out of birth through education, planning and preparation. So let's talk about pelvic pain during pregnancy. So one of the important physical aspects of the body during pregnancy is the pelvis. Your pelvis is not one fixed bone. It's made up of four separate bones. So you have the sacrum, you have the coccyx, and you have the two iliac bones, one on the left and one on the right, which are joined to the sacrum at the back at the sacroiliac joints and at the front by the pubis symphysis, a fibrous cartilage. So uh, what I suggest is you Google the pelvis so that you can actually have a look at those four different bones and how they connect together. The joints are held together by ligaments that become soft and flexible in the later stages of pregnancy with the release of the relaxin hormone. This allows the joints to move and accommodate the descending baby during birth. Surrounding the pelvis are really important muscles and ligaments which help to stabilise the pelvis but one of the most important and least treated is the psoas muscle. So I'm going to talk quite a bit about the psoas muscle. Sometimes when there is an overabundance of relaxin, the fibrous cartilage at the front can become unstable, causing the front of the bones to move up or down. And this can create sharp pain right up through the groin. This condition is called symphys pubis dysfunction or SPD. In this case, it's a really good idea to see a pregnancy physiotherapist um, and to wear a support belt. So, you know, one of those women's health physios who are experienced and trained in treating these sort of dysfunctions during pregnancy. Um, I'd also suggest having regular pregnancy massage, particularly around the adductors, around the glutes, so your bottom, your hips and your legs, because that can really, if you've got tension in those areas, that can really affect that pubis symphysis dysfunction um, and create you know, a lot of tightness, a lot of tension, a lot of um, pulling and a lot of pain. So what about the round ligament? So we hear lots of discussion around the, the round ligament. So this connects the front part of the uterus to the groin and would normally relax and tighten slowly. Before pregnancy, this ligament would usually be short and stubby. So, you know, like the, the end of your fingertip. But once you become pregnant and your baby grows along with your uterus, this ligament stretches to as thin as a lackey band and, you know, stretches out to about 10 centimetres long. This can put a lot of strain on the ligament and any sudden movements can cause the ligament to tighten quickly and spasm, causing really sharp stabbing pain. Due to the sharp stabbing nature of the pain experienced, it can be really concerning for mums, but it should only last for a short time, so a few seconds. But the pain can be intermittent and return at any time. The pain can be experienced on both sides, but most times the pain is felt on the right-hand side of the pelvis or the abdomen as your uterus rotates slightly to the right. Wearing a support belt and seeing a women's health physiotherapist can help to alleviate or even eliminate that discomfort. 
and broad, broad ligaments extend from the side of the uterus to the side of the pelvic wall and to the pelvic floor. It's found in a loose fold of the perimetrium. So that's the outer layer of the uterus that attaches the uterus, fallopian tubes and ovaries to the pelvis. The function of the broad ligament is to stabilize and hold the uterus in its normal position. It's rare to experience broad ligament pain and in early pregnancy this is a symptom of ectopic pregnancy and must be checked out to rule out that there's nothing sinister going on. Pain associated with the stretching of the broad ligament is felt on the sides of the pelvis and the hips and may also refer pain to the back and to the bottom, especially, especially during the sixth and seventh months of pregnancy. Now this is a big one for me, the sacrotuberous ligament. So the uterus grows from a small lime-sized organ in the pelvis to reach the xiphoid process by the eighth month. So right up under the, the diaphragm. This growth affects the ligaments which support the uterus in the pelvis. These ligaments have formed from external uterine connective tissue. And as they stretch, pain can be caused in the pelvic area depending on where the ligaments are attached. One of these culprits is the sacrotuberous ligament. This ligament of the sacroiliac joint stabilizes the sacrum and is found in the lower and back area of the pelvis. It runs from the sacrum and the upper coccyx to the tuberosity of the ischium at the back of the pelvis. So that's your bum bones. So when you're sitting on your bottom and you can feel those bones in your bottom, that is where the attachment points are for the sacrotuberous ligament. So when this ligament is stressed, it becomes thick, tight, and it shortens, which then pulls the coccyx and the ischial tuberosity together. When this happens, it becomes so much harder for a baby to move down into the pelvis because of the reduction in the opening size. This can then prevent labor starting or cause a long labor with little to no progress. This may then be diagnosed as failure to progress and lead to a cesarean section. So again, we, we need to come back to that psoas muscle. So the psoas muscle stabilizes the pelvis, but also sends messages back to the central nervous system. The psoas major muscles are quite large muscles and are the only muscles that connect your spine to your leg on either side of the spine. The psoas connects from the last four vertebrae of the spine between the pelvis and the ribs and then wraps around to the front of the pelvis and drops down, in, down to attach at the lower end to the top of the thigh bone. The psoas is shortened more so during pregnancy due to the anterior pelvic tilt, so when you arch your lower back inwards, as your uterus expands, baby grows and you're carrying more weight. During pregnancy, the psoas contributes to pain throughout the lower back, the groin and adductors and can even cause weakness due to the extra pressure from the weight of the uterus. Being in a sitting position for long periods of time can also shorten the psoas muscle, causing pain and tension in the pelvic floor, the hips and the spine. It can also affect the space in the abdomen, affect the alignment of the skeletal system and then limit the range of motion in the spine, pelvis and legs, which in turn will limit the functionality of birthing positions such as squatting. It can also cause the discs in the spinal cord to compress 
and also shorten the hamstrings and calf muscles. The psoas plays a significant role in how a baby is positioned and can be a reason that a baby stays in the breech position or in posterior as it can prevent the hips from extending and restrict the opening of the pelvis, so not giving baby very much room to move. During all stages of pregnancy, I highly recommend that you have a pregnancy massage with a qualified pregnancy massage specialist to release the psoas muscles and also ensure that the muscles and ligaments are in the optimum condition for labor and birth, which then helps baby get into optimum position for labor and birth. I also suggest that you uh, check out the spinning babies, the three sisters technique um, and do those every day, but also looking at um, things like OMP, so optimal maternal positioning, which is a, a new program that's run by Ginny Fang, Fang Davy. And, you know, I've done the training in spinning babies and I've also done the OMP workshops with Ginny and they really will help women to get their body into optimum condition so that baby gets into optimum position. And we want you doing these things early on. So from the second trimester, you should be stretching. You should be um, having regular pregnancy massage. You should be doing things like yoga or Pilates or swimming. Um, but particularly things like, you know, stretching is so important and you can do psoas stretches as well. So I really recommend, you know, if you if you want to find out how to do these stretches then look up OMP look up spinning babies uh, you could also send me an email to vicky at vickyhobbs.com and I can send you a really good video on a psoas stretch so there's so many things that you can do to get your body into a great you know like I say I keep saying you it's your responsibility to get your body into optimum condition so that baby gets into optimum position and it makes your labor so much easier um, and then you can do things like these lots of different birthing positions as well so what i see sometimes is that women who haven't done you know very much in terms of body work um you know, when it comes time to birthing, they can't get into, you know, birthing positions because their muscles are so tight and, and tense. So it actually creates more pain like in through the legs because they can't squat, they can't get down on the ground. So they find it actually easier being on the bed. Um, and that's obviously not an optimum position to be in for labor and birth. So check out spinning babies, particularly the three sisters. So they're the, the exercises that I'd really love you to do. And also check out OMP, optimal maternal positioning. Um, having regular massage will also aid in a quicker and easier recovery after birth. So I can't stress highly enough that it's, you know, if at any time you feel concerned, you're feeling pain or something just doesn't feel right, then obviously check in with your healthcare providers. Um, they're there to give you peace of mind. They're there to ensure that everything is going well. Uh, so, you know, don't feel like you can't ring your midwife or you can't go and visit your obstetrician and let them know the kind of exercises or techniques that you're trying. 
to get your body into optimum condition. I also recommend that you look up, you know, pregnancy massage specialists who have done either spinning babies or OMP workshops because they are highly trained professionals and they will be able to show you how to do those exercises um, you know, correctly, because obviously, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, then sometimes you you might be doing something and it's not really doing anything. So we want to make sure that you're doing those exercises correctly, that you're not going to put yourself under any pressure. You're not going to cause any uh, injuries. So obviously you need to be careful when you're doing these sorts of techniques as well. And, you know, just doing things to nurture yourself. So after you do have um body work done then nurture yourself by having a sleep or you know just relaxing i'm a, a very big fan of saying you know you everything needs to be done in moderation everything needs to be done in balance so if you're doing lots of exercise you're doing lots of work you're doing lots of stretching you need to balance that out with resting so you know perhaps have a bath or have a bit of a sleep grab yourself a cup of tea and go and sit outside in the sunshine getting that vitamin d which you know so many women are lacking as well so take time out go for a bit of a walk around the the block um, sit in the park you know listen to the sounds of nature and most of all really take the time out to just sit and be be in the moment you know just um, find ways that you can get into instant relaxation and obviously you know me being a hypnobirthing Australia practitioner I'm always encouraging women to do the classes because that's about not just the the childbirth education but it's also about teaching you tools and techniques to help you get into a calm relaxed state really quickly and really easily and for some women that's a difficult thing to do because you know we live in a busy environment um, you know we've just become so conditioned to go 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 and you know some women I talk to they say oh when I sit down to relax I feel lazy I feel like I should be up and doing something. You know, it's okay to give yourself permission to just sit back and relax, you know, uh, nurture yourself so that you're nurturing your little one as well and helping them to, to feel calm and safe and supported while they're in your womb. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, like I said, if you have any concerns or you've got any questions, you can always email me. My email is vicky at vickyhobbs.com. So hopefully I'll hear from you soon. Thank you for listening to Back to Basics Birthing. If you would like to get more information about my childbirth education classes, Hypnobirthing Australia classes, fear release sessions, online course, VBAC education, pregnancy massage or any of my other services, please visit my website at backtobasicsbirthing.com.au.